Wait, can you say something again? Say something, I'm giving up on Thank you, thank you very much. Um, you can pay for your tickets when you leave. My God. This, this is like you saying, like, you singing Fireworks by Katy Perry is going to get us copyrighted because you sound that good. I mean, if, I mean, I don't know what I'm saying, actually, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, welcome back to the third episode of um, We Have a Lot of Things to Say. Yeah, and we left quite abruptly. Yeah, I think our last episode was, like, towards the end of, like, April or something. <laughs> but, um... Oh, and it's June now. We yeah, almost... Um, it, it was so, like a One Direction hiatus, but not that long. We are not One Direction. Don't put yourself on that pedestal, please. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> the one opportunity I had. But... So just, why were we gone for so long? Um. Well, I would have to say, Sanchita, that uh, <laughs> this being a completely non-scripted answer... Um. It was mainly because we actually just started online school and schedules were like a bit hectic because we started off like stuff for IB, didn't we? Yeah. um, We started off our classes. We had work to do. And plus, we were also doing different things on the side. Sanchita was working on a YouTube channel, which, by the way, big round of applause. Big round of applause. And um, I started like a little side channel with a bunch of my other friends as well, which... um, Again, it was like going through like its own process. So we did have to take a small break from this, but we are back. We are back. Yay. And uh, hopefully back to a weekly schedule or are we modifying that a little bit? Or You know what? We're not going to promise anything this time because last time we made a promise, we definitely did not stick to it. That is true. That is so, true. Um... We'll try to keep a weekly schedule, but if we need to make any changes, we will let you guys know through our Instagram. If you're not following us yet, it's called Wallots underscore podcast. I like the, the first time we made like an announcement of our Instagram handle, you messed up on the same like spot. Like you just like Wallots under, underscore podcast. Shut up. <laughs> but, um, yeah, be sure to follow us on Instagram for more updates. But um, considering the fact that the third episode, we I think our last episode was the word generator thing that Sanchita and I did. So it was. you guys could have a little idea of who we are. But I think today, since we're coming back, we're going to keep a little chill. Um, not like the rest of them have been that hectic, but <laughs> keeping it chill in <laughs> sense, like what we've been doing since we were gone. So Sanchita, why don't you go ahead and take the wheel? Wow. Okay, so what have I been doing in the last month and a half almost? Mm. I've been working on my YouTube channel. I've pro- I think I've finished, finished like two shows with my mom or three shows with my mom ever since the last time I spoke on this podcast. And now we're on our fourth one together. So that's really fun. That's really we watched like Jane the Virgin, Space Force. We started Gossip Girl. I think we watched one more, but I don't really remember. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Wait, you yeah. watched Space Force? Yeah. Dude, that shows are great. Honestly, Steve Carell. I love that. Show. Yeah. Honestly, um, um, legend. But um. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I. I mean, the ending kind of left me pissed off because I'm just like, how can you just leave it like that? You know, because yeah. there's so much going. 
happen at Space Force. But um, no spoilers for people who are still watching the show. Well, it um, is recommended so- that you do check it out, actually. I um, agree. I yeah. know, like, a lot of people are actually running out of stuff to watch because we're in, what, lockdown six or something? Dude, we're just in a continuous lockdown. I don't know why there's number <laughs> It's just, like, one really long lockdown, okay? Let's not put number on seal. Like, wow, I can't talk. Um, let's it's not really ironic that we have a podcast. <laughs> Shut up. Let's not put numbers on it and try to make ourselves feel better. <laughs> <laughs> my abc's can i just say my abc's yeah you want to just practice really quick i can cut this part out <laughs> just like say like a tongue twister or something and um she sells sea- seashells on the seashore she sh- she sells seashells on the seashore but faster i can't do that like i physically she cannot um, Aha. she sells seashells on seashore haha Ha-ha. Seashells, seashells on the seashore. Ha ha. Seashells, seashells on the seashore. Ooh. Okay. Into let's not turn this podcast episode into a contest. Yeah. But because, um, yeah. Otherwise, what have you been doing? Um. So yeah, I've been doing that. I've been learning new ways to edit my videos. Mm-hmm. I've been reading a lot more. I, I like stayed up till like five today morning reading this book called Dumplin, which I must say when I when I started with it, I was so skeptical about it because I'm just like, dude, this is like a Wattpad book. That's completely but... my genre. <laughs> um... <laughs> yeah, but now that I'm done with it, dude, I want the second book so bad. It's it's like it's actually a really good book. So there's that. What's it um... about? What's it about? Like plot lines, love. So it's basically about this person. Her name is wait, what's her name? Sorry, her name is Willardine Dixon. Um, <laughs> like how would I know? <laughs> <laughs> no, the thing is, I literally just finished the book today morning, so it's like why have yeah. I forgotten Agnes's name? <laughs> but her name is Willardine Dixon, and she lives in this place called Clover City in Texas. Mm-hmm. And her mom is basically like this um pageant organizer and she has been for like over 20 years or something if i'm not wrong her mom won the pageant as well at some point and she's very like like yeah. very body conscious and she cares a lot about her physical appearance yeah but the thing is that her daughter her daughter is um fat basically Oh, okay. Yeah, and so it basically goes through that. And she had this aunt named Lucy who was like 500 pounds and way overweight, but she was living her best life, okay? Right. So she was like Willardine's like main inspiration of how to live life. Mm-hmm. And she didn't really get along with her mom. So it basically goes through that relationship between her mom and her. Because, like, obviously her mom is, like, this pageant queen almost. And her daughter couldn't care less about the pageant. But then things change by the end of this book. You know, there's, like, a lot of, like, conflict in her relationships with even, like, her best friend. And mm. these, like, her love interests. Like, I'm not, I don't want to spoil anything. That's why I'm being so vague. Right. But it's a really good book. Like, I loved the way it ends. It's just so... It was very wholesome the way the entire thing ended. That's awesome. Right? Cute. That's cute. Yeah. Wow. 
it, it is very cute and um yeah so that was a really nice book and i want the second book so bad like it's not even funny <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah apart from that um i've been learning new ways to edit my videos i've been putting out videos like every two weeks and i have been taking sat classes i'm doing like math so that i actually be better at math this year is that right english is that even the right way to say it honestly i'm going to be very honest i tried to have a conversation just yesterday and the amount i stuttered and the amount i couldn't pronounce words it, it was concerning considering the fact that i decided to take hl english this year but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm just like yes, I cannot speak anymore. Like it wasn't it was just concerning. I'm just like dude, honestly, it's like we're doing HL English, we can't even talk and we have like six novels to read already. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. All the essays like you know what? I'm going to have to put everything into like Grammarly to make sure I know how to English. The Grammarly editors are the people they're just re- they're like are you five? I'm I'm just asking. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> just like who is this five-year-old? Why are they using this app? But um I don't know if people can relate to this, okay? Relate to this or with this? Okay. I don't know if people can relate with this, but do you know when they're like on Grammarly and they're you literally cannot talk? <laughs> it's so good. I already know the title of this episode. It's not funny. Okay, but um, you know when your readability score is like over like eighty or like seventy five, and you feel so cool because like at least like a ninth or a tenth grader can read that like, and not under. Yeah. Do you feel superior? Mine has not gone below ninety. <laughs> I'm being serious though. Like, I really? yeah, like I don't let it go below ninety. I think my highest has been like ninety eight, but ninety five and like ninety is my region. Um, I'm uh-huh. so proud to say that. Like honestly, like I say this, and I'm like speaking absolute trash on this podcast. <laughs> Word is not gaming. It's not vocabulary. Just, just, just stop. I when I write, I like try to keep things simple so that it doesn't feel like I'm using big words that I don't know meanings of. But why would you do that? Like, I don't know. Some I don't know. Like how do you get your readability score to like ninety, dude? I I think I probably did that once. Why? No, like just I don't know. I just write. Like I I don't. I just write, bro. Like just. Right, like just God. You, know you know what? Stop bloating. <laughs> but um, just stop. Shameless flex. But uh, continuing with Sanchita's story, what else have you been doing? Um, I've been sleeping ten hours every day, so I'm happy about that. A healthy sleep <laughs> schedule doesn't matter when we go to bed or when we wake up. It's the duration we slept. Yeah, I really hope mean, my dad's listening to this. <laughs> my dad has given up. He has given up. I think mine has too, low key. But you can still see that disappointment. He's just like, did I mess up somewhere? I'm like, no, you did perfectly fine. I'm just malfunctioning because I've been at home for too long. Um, no, my dad is um high key given up. Like at this point, he just doesn't care if I sleep really late and wake up really late. If I sleep super early and wake up really early. Um, there was a point of time when he was just like, "You need to do something about your routine," 
But now I feel like we're way past that point. Yeah, I got that lecture so many times as well. Um, you should have seen today. Uh, so there was a solar eclipse today. Um, yeah. The day we're recording this. And we have like this rule where you can't open any electric curtain, stuff like that. And we can't eat from, I think it was eight to like three. So um, like I told you, like I woke up and I ate like this really big like parata and I just went back to bed. Mm-hmm. And I'm a hungry person. Like I need like food to sustain me throughout. Like, I won't eat big meals. I'll eat like a little bit and then I'll like split like small snacks across my day. Right. Mm-hmm. And I like physically can't be up and not eat something when I'm hungry. So I just went back to bed and uh, I woke back up at one and my dad's like, you're setting a world record. I'm like, are you proud of me? I'm doing something. <laughs> but um, So yeah. in our household, mm-hmm. in our household, it's like, um, we don't really, we've never really followed those rules or anything. So it's like, I, I slept at five because I was reading this book. Mm-hmm. And I literally woke up at like one forty-five. I woke up, I had tea, an omelet, and like paratha. Yeah. So it's like I really can't relate. I had soup for lunch. I was really excited. Um, uh-huh. For those of you who don't know, um, I really like soup. Yeah, it's weird how much he likes it. But um, it, it's not like I'll go out to a restaurant and I'll actively only eat soup. Like, no, I'll just like, it, it's not even like restaurant soup that I enjoy. It's like soup that takes like two minutes for you to like do. Like, that's the type of soup that I like. I'm like sweet corn soup. But tomato soup's not there. Like, I don't see it as a soup. It's mm-hmm. like ketchup that people willingly eat, in my opinion. Um, but... Um, it, it's very weird, but uh, yeah, I was really excited about soup. I was just like, they're feeding me today. <laughs> but um, disclaimer, I mean that as a joke. My parents do um, feed me and care for me. I just... I think they... I don't want you. Mm, just making sure, like, a third party sickness. Like, that sounds kind of concerning. <laughs> like, not gonna lie. <laughs> it's like, they fed me today. Like, is that, are you Okay. But um, the bottom line is, that's yeah. very steak very good people, and they're actually really sweet people. Yeah. So y'all have nothing. The best, the very best. But uh, yeah, I'm in very good hands. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I feel like the only soup that I like and will voluntarily eat, like mm-hmm. and order off a meal, is this soup called the tom yum soup. And the only place I will have that is at the noodle bar in Phoenix. I haven't had it. You need to have it. It's like crazy spicy. Like you will actually cry. Like. I have cried so many times in that restaurant. It's not even funny. But that is like, it is not okay for me. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Why would you actively do that to yourself? But like, I'm a person who has like the mild sauce at Taco Bell. Like this is... Jacinta, listen. Okay. It's a little confusing. See, that is like the actual only love of my life. It's like, it's so far away, but I can eat it whenever, you know? <laughs> it's like, you know that... You know that friendship you have like with your best friend where it's like you guys can go without talking for like 55 years but when you like meet again mm-hmm. it will be like something changed. That is me with like that Tom Yum Soup in Nubi Bar. And- because it's so far away I can't get it like every month. Right. 
but every time i go to phoenix i need to have that soup can i just say this like you're describing the soup i am mm-hmm. very very sure that you quoted like the con- i wouldn't say quoted you like literally explained the concept of a nile horn so i'm like um what are you saying nile horn like how are you connecting how are you connecting my tom yum soup to nile horn i'm connecting your soup to the song called no judgment by nile horn but how Because there's this link that goes like, even though we haven't talked for a couple of months, it's like we haven't lost any time. And that's what that sounds like. <laughs> but it's just like, but uh, <laughs> you and your soup. Well, in, that case, in that case, I have to dedicate that song to my precious Tom Yam Soup. Yes. Um, so yeah, you dedicated the song to soup. Yep. <laughs> Tom Yam Soup. Not just any yes. soup. Tom Yam Soup. But, but um, just what have you been up to for the last month and a half? Um, so actually, within this time span, I celebrated my birthday, which was um a lot of fun. <laughs> so I'm just like you were there, okay? <laughs> yes. I know my birthday, but um, yeah, I had since we were still like pretty early into lockdown. I couldn't get cake, which I was kind of bummed about. I got like a little jar cake, but um, other than that, I've been doing the online courses that I have. Um, mm-hmm. I finally got a bigger like micro SD card for my Nintendo Switch, so I could, um, you know, have. have yeah. So you couldn't get a cake for your birthday, but you got a bigger micro SD card for your Nintendo Switch. Yeah, I got that later. Like I'm jumping to like end of May. Oh, okay. Hmm. Right. So because there's not much that happened in the middle. Like I was doing work, I was talking with friends, stuff like that. And then so I actually started doing a lot more artwork in general. Since then, I've also like had this little. I really want to call it a competition, but it's just like a task. It's not a competition. It's we're a not competing. Place, so yeah, but I'm I'm really excited about. It. I finished mine la- yesterday. Um, mm-hmm. we're redoing the Harry Styles album cover with a song that we really like from the album, which yeah, I got really excited by because that album hits on a different level, and that man aesthetically also hits on a different level. <laughs> But um, other than that, I've been kind of dabbling into different styles, stuff like that, and I too have been literate and been reading. But it doesn't reflect on the way I talk anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I've been. I actually finished off this book that I've been prolonging for like the longest time, because the like the time I started reading it was kind of close to the boards. Uh huh. So sometimes in between class, like I would be reading that book, and the teacher's like, "Can you please pay attention?" I'm like, "Yeah, I'll do that." <laughs> but um, I remember you were saying, and you were reading yeah. that book, and then you Lush. were made to read the book instead. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, it's not the same. She's just like, "Why don't you read the business textbook?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> like let's not do that." But um, I recently finished it, and which book I, was it? Oh, it's this book called Flawed. Um, I actually really like the concept because it's kind of different from everything that I have been reading. Because for the people who like know me really well, know that my interest in books really pertain mostly to like romance and kind of fantasy-based books, right? Um, mm-hmm. And this does fall, I would say, under the concept. I don't know. It's just like kind of romance, but really like politically based. Um, um, 
So this book, I would say, falls under like kind of romance, but now looking like reading it in 2020, it kind of does like reflect on a few of like the political stuff that's been going on around the world with um, minorities and stuff, like, which is kind of crazy because this book was like written in 2016. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah. I was a little cheesed off about that because I was taking a break from social media because of like how hectic everything was, right? And I was like, let's read a book. And they're like, did you know? And I'm like, listen, now is not the time or place. Like, but uh, it was a really good book. Um, I ordered the sequel, which I will start to read soon. Um, mm-hmm. Other than that, um, I actually, so this is a really exciting story for me because this is the first time I went out in like a really long time. <laughs> and so a few days ago, my dad and I, we went to uh Right, so we went to a mall near my house, okay, <laughs> to be more discreet. But it was really exciting because this is the first time I went out since COVID. And this is low-key but a dream of mine, but not really. Like Your dream was to go outside? Kind of, in the past couple months, but... Um, it's like freaking Rapunzel all over again, okay? But um, I didn't have a Flynn rider. But what happened was, so, like, we parked. We went to the parking lot. And it was so cute because they were maintaining social distancing even between the cars. Right? Aww. And we had to walk through, like, this um, unit kind of thing that sprayed you with, like, sanitizer and stuff. It was like a sterilization kind of unit, right? And then they vacuumed my bag. I was really confused, but I was so excited the entire time. Because um, mm-hmm. I wore heels. Like, I wore shoes, actually, for the first time in a very long time. And um, mm-hmm. I just had to go out in style. I wore heels. I got a shoe bite, but it was so worth it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I haven't felt this pain in so long. It's so good. But <laughs> um, we went to the landmark there because we had to buy a bunch of uh, books for uh, English. And I told Sanjita about this book. Honestly, we would have been done really quickly, but my dad's like, no, we're going to look for the book and we're not going to ask people because that's why we come to bookstores. I'm like, (laughs) makes sense. Probably shouldn't have worn heels, but again, don't regret my decision. But Mm -hmm. we were there and I actually found like four out of six books we were supposed to have. And Mm -hmm. I was looking through like this, (laughs) I was looking through like a selection and I found this book. And I was reading the back of it, and I got so excited, but I couldn't buy it because I came here for a different purpose altogether. So um, the concept of this book was super cool to me because it was Love Island, but in a book. But it's not an island. It's a cruise. It's the same concept of Love Island. And um, Exactly. So for those of you who don't know what a Love Island is, it's kind of like, a UK-based reality TV show of a bunch of people stuck on, like, this paradise kind of island. And, um... Go ahead, explain it. (laughs) They just, like, the the one person who doesn't hook up with, like, any of the people there, because they're all, like, really good-looking, gets, like, a couple, like... They get a lot of money, okay? (laughs) They just get a lot of money. Yeah, they get, like, a lot of money. So, um, that was that in a book, and I was just, like... It seems like a really bad idea, but I'm kind of interested to see how they write it. Because 
like I read the back of the book really briefly and it spoke about how like this girl was either turning 18 or she was turning 21 right oh my god and she sat out on a cruise but she realized as she got onto that cruise it was literally the concept of love island and she's just like and I'm here just like I want to know how this ends because that's so like weird for a book I wouldn't say it's kind of weird isn't it I mean honestly I feel like I haven't read enough like books to even know what's weird anymore you know that is true that is really true there's so many different kinds of plots out there that we haven't heard of. So what's really weird, Jacinta? No, but like this is like reading Keeping Up with the Kardashians in a book. Why is that so weird? Like, how- no, I'm like thinking of the scene where uh, Kim like hits, I think it was Chloe or something with her handbag. I just want to see how that translates into literature, but. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's just like it was such a crazy concept to me, and I was I got really excited about it, but I was kind of bummed out the fact I couldn't buy it. Probably worth it though. Like I would have lost like five hundred bucks. I didn't even look for the name of it. I didn't. I don't do that when I go to bookstores. Like, cause usually, like when I go to buy books, I don't buy books that often. But when I do, I buy them in bulk, so they have like I'm sustained for a really long time, right? Um. So I don't tend to, like, take pictures of my... Sanchez does this a lot, though. And my dad yeah, does, too, sometimes. Yeah. I see any book, I have to take a picture of the front and the back so that I don't forget what it's about and why I liked it. Like, I have a folder... Not a folder. I have an album in, like, my photos, and it's just called Books. And it's just full of books. Yeah. That okay. I found, like, either on Goodreads or, like, Amazon or, like, in a bookstore anyway. So it's, like, I need to get all these books... But I probably only have three of them. That's a lot of dedication yeah, but to the game. That's because I have, like, so many books on my shelves that I haven't even read yet. Right. That I'm trying to fit out, right? I think I have at least 30 to 35 books that I bought because I was really excited mm-hmm. at the time to read them. And then I just never got around to it because, I don't know, like, when I was smaller, mm-hmm. until, like, maybe three or four years ago, I was, like, the biggest bookworm I knew, okay? Right. And I would, like, read all the time. Like, I remember this one time, I was at the airport, and, oh, whenever we used to go to the airport, my mom and I, I would have to, like, go to Crossword and pick up a new book mm-hmm. for, like, my vacation, because we'd usually go to, like, my grandparents' place. And I remember this one time, I was, like, in a, um, in one of the washrooms in the airport mm-hmm. when we were going, like, when we were leaving from Bangalore. And I was, like, reading, I think, I don't even remember which book, but I was reading some book in the washroom because I was waiting for my mom. Mm-hmm. And this he comes up to me and she's just like, which book are you reading? And I don't remember what I told her because I don't remember what book I was reading. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, it's so nice to see a child of your age reading mm-hmm. a book and not spending all her time on like her iPad or mm-hmm. anything. Because, you know, kids these days are so like consumed by technology and stuff. And I felt really cool in the moment, <laughs> but I didn't tell her about the fact that literally the day before, the day before, I was, like, at home playing Subway Surfers with all my friends. But, so, but, yeah, I used to read a lot, but it was, like, a good balance between, like, screen time and reading. I think I did the same thing as a kid. I wouldn't go through books as fast as, like, you, though. I would buy books, but I would mainly borrow them from, like, libraries and stuff. Because um, mm-hmm. my dad loves buying books. Like, it's one of his favorite pastimes ever. And so my... Me too. 
my mom's just like, listen, we have too many books. We don't have space for more. He's just like, well, um, I just got like 15 more off Amazon. And he's just, she, she's just like, where are you going to put it? And he's like, I'll find space. But um, So that way I used to borrow a lot of books because majority of the books at home were a contribution of my father. But um, I don't know, like for me reading, I think that's what I mainly did at school because I didn't have a lot of friends there. So I talked like the few people I used to hang out with. And I think that's like either like two people that I was like kind of close to at the time. And uh, Hmm. otherwise I would end up like reading a book. I was really into Tia Stilton at the time. I remember because I used to go crazy over like the new books that used to come out and yeah like the artwork as well in the books that I used to just like kind of stare at so much which low-key got me into graphic design in the future but yeah you were saying I remember that like um for me like I was super into like Geronimo Stilton and Thea Stilton from I think second to like third grade Mm -hmm. because after fourth grade I think I kind of outgrew it I started reading like Wimpy Kid and like Dark Diaries and stuff Mm. So, I'm more in, like, second and third grade. I think at the time, there were probably, like, 40 books out of Geronimo Stilton. Maybe, like, six or seven of Thea Stilton. Right. And I remember, I would go so crazy. Like, I think I probably had almost all of those books. I had all of them. I, My brother and I were really yeah, big fans. Me too, dude. And, like, I think 38 of them or something. Because I'll tell you what used to happen, okay? Every time my mom used to travel and come back, she used to stop at the airport. She used to look. It was so sweet of her. She used to look for, like, a um, bookstore. And she'd call me from there. And she'd be like, okay, which book do you want this time? And then she'd, like, go looking for that exact Geronimo Sultan book in all the shelves. And then she'd get me that book and, like, another book just for the sake of it. That's so sweet. And, yeah. Yeah, that is that was actually very sweet of her. She was the one who actually inculcated this whole like reading thing in me because mm-hmm. when yeah. I was smaller, she used to read a lot more books as well. Like now she's like busier and stuff, mm-hmm. but she used to read so much back then. So we would go to the bookstore together. We'd buy like books and read them in our in the flight on the way to like my grandparents' place and all of that. It was it was a good time. Like I remember like literally every time she'd call me from the airport, just like okay like. They have these books of Geronimo Stilton and sometimes if she couldn't find it, she'd just give the phone to like um the cashier mm-hmm. and I'd like talk to him just like, hi, do you have like Geronimo Stilton number 38? And he'd be like, yeah, I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> that was like the level of determination we had to get books. I like that. I remember when I was in um Singapore, actually, there was this uh, bookstore we used to go to really often. Because my brother used to read a lot, and that's what kind of influenced me as well. So Mm -hmm. that place, like, honestly, it was so, like, magical to me as a kid because, like, it was, like, the little kid section, right? The bookshelves were, like, curved, right? And they were, like, at the two corners, so it made, like, a little oval. And, like, in the middle, you had, like, seating area where kids could go read. And um, Mm -hmm. I remember reading, like, the Winx Club books as a kid the which one the Winx club books i used to watch a lot of like their cartoons growing up and um i read like the book version as well uh, but that was like really cool but i i remember like once i came to candor it was the first time that i read dork diaries actually because i was wimpy kid i used to read wimpy kid till then and then once i came there i was like Everyone's like, oh, have you read Dork Diaries? And I'm like, no, never got around to doing it. But so seventh grade, yeah, that's like literally 
all I read. Like the books weren't that long, so I could finish it off in like a day and a half max. Hmm. But yeah, it was like the girl version of Wimpy Kid. Wait, say that again. I couldn't hear you. No, I said that like Dork Diaries was literally like the girl version of Wimpy Kid. I agree. But I can't wait, I didn't know that was the first time you read Dark Diaries. I thought you had already read it because for me I was I was obsessed with Dark Diaries since like fourth grade. Nah, I never got around to doing it because a lot of the books that I read were hand me downs of what my brother used to read. So Okay. I remember um fourth grade and stuff I used to read like Hardy Boys or something like that. Um uh-huh. but and then we had Harry Potter. I like I read a little bit of Percy Jackson, but I never, like, got too into it. I watched the movies, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I wasn't, like, I don't think at that age I was really into reading, like, those type of, like, books, kind of. Mm-hmm. And then okay. later, I remember, I think in eighth grade, I read the Lord of the Rings series from the school mm-hmm. library. Um- Hmm. And then after that, Blake, yeah, the big, big red book. Yeah, that's the one. It's yeah. um, incredibly intimidating to read. But um, hmm. yeah, and then after yeah. that, I like branched out into different types of books that I bought for myself because everything else was like practically influential. What other people have been giving me. The first book that I read by myself that I've like. I honestly have told you about this book like so many times. I'm gonna say it again. Ginger Snaps by Kathy Cassidy was my like was my Mahabharata at like freaking fourth grade. I'm not even kidding. No, I'm not even because I read that book at least 17 times. Okay, I read it so many times. I knew what like the sentences were what was gonna happen next I like by heart of that book because I was so in love with it and then one day we went to the Sapana uh like close by and mm-hmm. I got another book called Cherry Crush by Kathy Cassidy um mm-hmm. which again was freaking it was such a great book because like mm. I really indulge into like romantic kind of books and yeah that was just like the perfect combination because it was like someone at like at that age I was like what 13 14 and it was someone Mm. like slightly older right I think they were like 16 17 or something like that and it was like their love story and I remember I actually have this uh I found another book of hers in the school library called um it's called Angel Cake but it was so cute it was honestly so adorable but Mm. um I then bought copies of that book. I don't have Ginger Snap, sadly. <laughs> really want it. Like, mm. I'd frame it. I wouldn't even read it. I'd just like, put it in a box or something. But <laughs> it was such a good book. I, I feel like for me growing up, like, um, after I kind of grew out of Dark Diaries mm-hmm. and... No, I was going to say Ginger Snaps. I've never even read that book. <laughs> after, I, like, <laughs> after I grew out of Dark Diaries and Wimpy Kid, mm-hmm. I kind of moved into... Um, Harry Potter, which I still love to this day, mm. and Percy Jackson, but then I read Percy Jackson, 
wow i can't talk <laughs> i read percy jackson after harry potter so then i was kind of biased i was like oh but you know i started comparing everything about percy to like harry which i guess yeah. is kind of problematic now but um that's what happened back then so i didn't really enjoy percy jackson that much because i'm just like oh harry potter is better you know it was like that kind of a situation <laughs> and then i read hunger games and those were like the three series not three series hunger games and harry potter kind of defined not my not my personality <laughs> but my childhood right growing up right those were like the two main series that i would read everything was about them like there were other books that i'd read on the side but none of those mattered as much as these two so yeah and i'm going to say yeah, something just... that's probably going to like piss you off so much but um uh, i read the harry potter books honestly preferred the movies so much better <laughs> than the actual book but um you know what? we can't be friends anymore bye bye <laughs> yeah but even hunger games like i remember reading the book but i don't remember it as much as i do the movie mm-hmm. because uh jennifer lawrence just was so iconic <laughs> you know what film. so sure thing uh, yeah um the harry potter books were way better than the movies in my opinion mm-hmm. but for hunger games i won't say that the books were i mean i won't say that the movies were better than the books because the movies can never be better than the books because there's so much more detail in the books mm-hmm. but the hunger games movies were actually really good yeah they were i those movies like i would still watch them but the harry potter movies i don't know something was just missing in the movies for me I think it was the fact that like with the entire like era of people getting into like Harry Potter I didn't exactly mm-hmm. give in too much into the craze cuz I knew like so many people around me they were just like yeah I'm like 30% Hufflepuff I'm like <laughs> what does that mean like you're okay cuz like a lot of people they're like personality traits were defined by Harry Potter Um I was not I was not one of those people but I took the Pottermore quiz And can I tell you, I am eighty percent Gryffindor and twenty percent Slytherin, so I'm not even mad about that. I swear to God, if I knew you back in fourth grade, I just wouldn't have spoken to you. I'm like, I hundred percent wouldn't have like spoken to you that to the level I speak to you right now, because I knew so many people who like literally defined their personality off of like reading Harry Potter, and that's like okay to some extent. But if you come up to me and are just like I'm like such a Hermione. I'm like what do you want me to say? Like I'm a Jenny. Like what are you going to do with this information? But um I'm so, a mix of all of them. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm a mix of like Harry, um Hermione, Ron, and Ron and like a touch of Luna Lovegood. Dude, I swear to god. Just <laughs> like I remember in like 6th grade like I had three friends, okay? and we kind of gave each other nicknames based on who we thought we resembled the most personality wise mm-hmm. and i was luna and the other two were ginny and hermione so yeah we would have definitely not been friends at that point of time yeah. but um otherwise i would say that lockdown's been going pretty decent um yeah but i think we can end this off by saying Thank you for actually listening to the third episode. Uh we have a lot of things to say. Um I know yeah, I know we had like a little bit of a break in between, 
but we will start posting but we can't kind of promise on a proper like finalized schedule because last time we kind of committed to something it didn't work out that well so i'd say that we're kind of we'll upload content but we can't kind of give you a thing that's saying that oh we're gonna upload this much twice a week we're not gonna do this we're not gonna do that it's just gonna be us providing content i guess and we hope that you stick around actually because there were a decent amount of people who were asking as to what happened to podcast made me feel a little bit happy yeah um, actually but like, um, I, going yeah, forward yeah. we won't be posting twice in one week because that yeah. just turned way too much work for us yeah so can't expect maybe once a week but we're not sure if we'd have a set routine of what day that would be each week yeah so yeah otherwise we just we just keep you posted on our instagram which you should follow at wallots underscore podcast so wow she said it right this time i did (laughs) thank you so much for listening yeah thank you so much i'm sanchita and i'm jacinta and i guess we can roll in the outro for the first time in a very long time yeah, but bye. bye. bye.